0: Welcome to yet another episode of Freebird. I'm your host Sneha Kapoor, and I know I say this every single time when we record Freebird that it's a special episode, it's a special episode but let me tell you that the last few weeks that I've been away I have been actually uh, finding the best questions for this very very special episode. Today, I'm actually focusing on the subject area of grit. Um, I love the area of grit because grit to me is how we look at challenges and how we respond to challenges so that they neither defeat us nor define us. Which brings me to our guest today. Our guest today is called Rajesh Mehta. Let me tell you a little bit about Rajesh. So the first time I met Rajesh was a few weeks ago when I was reading on a book club. A few of you guys know that I uh, studied creative writing, and this was the perfect opportunity for me to reach out and really share what I had learned in all those years. And of course, being an author, you always look for these kind of opportunities. Little did I know that that reading club, that book club, would change fundamentally one of the ways that I looked at life. So let me introduce you to the person who did that for me. Rajesh here is a recipient of various national and international awards. He has been the recipient of the NCE PDP Award of the Most Inspirational Student. He's also received the Mississippi Kambata Award, the Best Mentor Award from the University of Malaya. And the Best Performer Award in IBM for many years in a row. What's also interesting about Rajesh is that he has patents of various different innovations, one of which is an e-cooking system. Rajesh studied at TIS, and for those who don't know about TISS in Mumbai, it's the Tata Institute of Social Sciences, once where I went as a student and tried to get admission, but really didn't make it. It's one of those really elite colleges in India, and he studied there. He has been a visiting faculty in some of the major management schools in India, like ISB, IMB, SCMHRD, And he works with the government of India with a lot of different initiatives. Now, why am I talking about all of this and what really makes Rajesh so special? As I got to know about Rajesh through the book club, I learned that Rajesh is also visually impaired. Now, this shook me to my very core. How could someone who I thought was going through a difficult challenge be able to manifest so many dreams and so many realities? I was curious to know him, and therefore, I asked him to join us today on Freebird. Rajesh Mehta, welcome so much to Freebird. I am so excited to have you on tonight, uh, today's episode.
1: Pleasure is all mine, Sneha. Thanks for having me here.
0: Thanks, Rajesh. So, Rajesh, I'll begin by asking you the first question. Um, You today work as a senior facilitator at IBM India in a really dynamic role, right, of campus hiring, university relations, and learning. And this is after you actually completed a master's in PM and IR from one of India's most prestigious institutes, like I just shared. Uh, you know, it was even challenging for me to even make the shortlist. So it's like one of those really, really high performance institutes. But you have shared with me that your beginnings were rather humble. So let's begin our chat there. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about how it all began, how your journey all began?
1: Sure. I mean, uh, provided that none of our listeners, including you, uh, get bored there, uh, first and foremost, just wanted to greet each and everybody who are tuned in and listening to us. A global, global greetings to everyone right from the heart and right from the city of joy, that's Mumbai, that I'm logging in from. So, uh, yes, Neha, um, as you rightly said, uh, I'm a visually impaired physically, not, you know, mentally. That's number one. So how my entire life journey has been, you know, I would try to keep it very, very short. I had no problem with my vision in my childhood. And that's when I used to go to a neighborhood school here in Mumbai. But all of a sudden, one fine morning when I actually was trying to write something on the board, I'm sure someone must have abused or someone must have, you know, kind of said that why this class monitor is trying to write something and trying to give us some homework, probably. And (laughs) that's when, you know, kind of my uh, vision completely became dark. Mm. Of course, as any parents would have done, you know, efforts, my parents also did. But uh, luckily, after six months, it was diagnosed that, um, you know, I was going through the, um, you know, retina, retinal detachment. Right. Now, you know, I'm talking about 1990s almost, uh, Sneha. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, in those days, you know, the science was not very advanced. Right. But having said this, uh, it it you know, nothing stopped for my parents, especially for my mother. Hmm. And she said, nothing happening. We will try to get the schools... And let me tell you, you know, in those days, the awareness around special schools or blind schools was very little. Hmm. Hardly anyone used to have that. Right. And that's when my parents somehow found Happy Men School for the Blind, which is located at Worli, Mumbai, in India. I took an admission there. But very soon, again, another shock came, not just to my way, but even to my family ways. Mm-hmm. And that was like, it was a boarding school. It it was a, you know, residential school where uh, all the children needs to stay there entire week till Friday evening. And, uh, you know, over the weekend, they need to come home. Right. And uh, I was so very close to my parents, being only the son, being the youngest after two sisters. So I was completely pampered, you know. <laughs> Nice. But uh, then uh, my mother, you know, took those very, very firm decisions saying nothing happening. If something needs to be changed, those solid, uh, you know, kind of action, decision needs to be taken. And though my mother also personally, I'm sure would not have liked me to stay there away from the family. Mm-hmm. They decided me to stay there for right. a week. And uh, that continued till 10th standard. And let me tell you, you know, during the school, the kind of a enjoyment, the kind mm-hmm. of a adventures, the kind of, a, um, you know, kind of notoriousness that I learned, I guess those were the biggest skill sets that I would have learned ever. So yeah. after doing the 10th standard, uh, uh, Sneha, of course, my school uh, suggested to my parents that I should go to one of the recommended college considering there was all the arrangements all the logistics would have been taken care considering it was a first time me venturing outside world outside educational institute from special school to a normal college uh, and from marathi medium
0: to an english medium so till the 10th standard you were studying in marathi oh yeah absolutely your english is fabulous my friend (laughs) <laughs> so
1: <laughs> thank you in fact my Marathi if, if anyone hear me in Marathi they would say that how come my surname is Mehta
0: ah of course. <laughs> but you know in an inter- in an international audience this is where we get away with everything it doesn't matter if I'm half Malayali and half Rajput with a name like Sne, that no one internationally can say it doesn't really matter so there you go
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah. so then you know I uh See, one of the dream that I always had while I was able to see, I always wanted to become a pilot. Oh wow! Right, and my mother had decided that whether you are a blind, whether you are a non-blind or whatever, I will make you the uh, you know pilot. And that's mm-hmm. where you know though uh, you know it is so very appropriate. And I don't know from where you got that clue today when you asked our audience, you know, to. Uh, Uh, You know, kind of fold their seat belt.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I was taking you on a jet plane. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah. So you know, so so actually, you know that these these are all you know kind of uh, testimonies. So anyway, so I took an admission to uh, DG Ruparel College. Okay. Now, why I took that admission out there? Because fortunately, unfortunately, the staff out there, the faculties out there they had hardly any exposure to any visually impaired students prior to me. Okay. And I wanted to create a completely different kind of a world, not just for me, but also for people who may come after me.
2: That's amazing.
1: So first time I took, you know, not only the very typical subject, which any visually impaired would have taken previously in the college, but I took... Uh, subjects like logic Mm. economics Mm. right again you know a condition uh, 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 you know kind of a disclaimer to all our listeners I'm talking about 1990s right now when I took the logic my professor was how would you manage Mm. I said that's the challenge not only for me but also (laughs) for you
0: absolutely (laughs) yeah so
1: you know, that's where I then again kind of um, crossed the yet another hurdle of crossing the uh, HSC, the 12th standard board. And then again, you know, I was ready for yet another challenge. I actually then took an admission to St. Xavier's College. Yeah. And let me tell you when <laughs> I took the very, admission. It's a very
0: good college for those who are not familiar with these college names, but it's one of the best in India for sure.
1: But you know, Sneha, though you say that it's good, but I never knew till then how to speak in English. And it seems that the dogs around the Saint Xavier's College on the street also barks in English. <laughs> it's true.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. You know,
1: I I stayed there in the hostel, and let me tell you, you know, first six months were the most difficult of my life, probably. But I guess. Those difficult period only brought me the best of the experience. Hmm. My entire, you know, friend circle, my parents, my family, they were like, Xavius is known for uh, bad reasons. Hmm. You know, anti-social elements, Uh right? What will happen to you? I said, see, that's where you need to have a confidence. I had a very interesting conversation with my mother. And I said, you know, what I meant is whatever her teachings to me were, Hmm. were not so very weak, right? Yeah. So that's where I kept that confidence on. And then, you know, kind of graduation also happened. Now what's next? Because all the visually impaired used to either apply for a banking exams Hmm. or government jobs or, you know, addition to this, I was also good at music. So people said, why don't you apply for a music teacher's job? I said that, you know, that's not my life. Hmm. I always want to do something different. My life tagline itself is doing something different. Hmm. Right? So I said, what should I do? So that's when my roommate at the hostel of Xavier's planted the seed saying, why don't you try for MBA? He used to try all those CAT exam and,
0: yeah. you know,
1: all those kind of a stuff. Oh, boy,
0: said, don't remind me, they're the stuff of nightmares. I remember uh, preparing for those. Yeah,
1: but, but you know, that nightmares only brings the maximum joy, right? Yeah. So that's where, you know, again, I said, but I have never learned maths and science even at the school level because, In blind school, in those days, we used to be taught upma and, you know, how to make a lemon juice under the name of science. (laughs) And that's the reality. hmm, Instead hmm. of algebra and geometry, we used to be taught, you know, arithmetic. hmm, hmm. So how would I, you know, break those barriers? Hmm. But that's when I, I, I always say this. I am very, very fortunate to have First and foremost, my mother, Hmm. my father, and especially my two sisters. Hmm. If I have able to cross any of these challenges, it's all because of these four people. And of course, now my wife and my son.
0: I want to backtrack a little bit, uh, Rajesh, if you allow me. And I want to talk a little bit more about this this particular angle, you know, uh, because... You know, one of the reasons why, and we we discussed this as we were preparing for the show, uh, one of the reasons why I find your story so interesting is that somehow you have been able to navigate the space, two big spaces. One is the space where you're able to have enough inner faith and enough strength to take you somewhere. And I wanna know where that comes from. And the other part is of course, You've navigated the space where you're able to kind of anchor your support system and really take from them what you need to take the next step in life. You spoke about, uh, you know, um, your early days in college. And I can only imagine that for anyone who... Quote unquote is uh, you know not having a same life experience as most in society. Now that could be because of an ability or a disability or whatever the appropriate word is here. Um, I can only imagine what that might have meant, and there there might have been big lessons there that you had that you can probably share with everyone who's listening, so that we kind of understand how you navigated them. Because I think that's your that's the that's for me the biggest story with with what you're sharing how is it Rajesh that you were able to have this vision for yourself
1: fantastic <clears throat> so okay I treat any form of the disability only to the extent of it's just a physical loss and not the mental loss wonderful that's number one number two
2: even though you
1: might be having a disability, your determination should become all the more stronger.
2: Mm. Number three,
1: I always, while pursuing my future, while running behind what I do not have, I cherished and I enjoyed what I had.
2: Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: So, you know, if I could probably illustrate this point. So, example, you know, I always wanted to be different. Hmm. But I did not let my blindness curve my progress.
2: Hmm. So, example, you know,
1: I'll just give you two instances. Yes. So the first instance is, you know, today, I do not just last six months, of course, because of the COVID, we are all been home locked. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, we are not able to go anywhere. But otherwise, you know, till March early this year, I used to travel, you know, so much that uh, whenever people used to see me in my building where I stay, they used to say, are you on holiday? Because my profession is such, you right. know, it demands the travel. Now, how am I, how I became a mobile so much, how I became a independently mobile so much, nationally as well as internationally. So I still remember, I, when I, you know, was in just 8th standard or ninth standard, my mother said, why don't you go and get the bread? <laughs> yeah. And I said, Are you mad? Don't you know that I'm blind?
2: <laughs> right.
1: And uh, my sister also came to my rescue, like a typical Ladla brother. <laughs> right. right. Okay, Mama, why are you saying, Rajesh, to go and get the bread? And she was like a queen of the house. She said, Nothing happening. Today, if we want to have the sandwich in the house for the dinner, Rajesh needs to go and get the bread. Otherwise, sandwich is not happening.
0: Your mom sounds like an amazing, amazing woman. I mean, really, kudos, kudos to, I mean, I'm so inspired hearing her story. And then, you know, kind of, uh, I must share this ahead.
1: You know, she was playing a completely double role, you know. (laughs) I said, okay, now if I want to have a jam bread in the breakfast or sandwich to dinner, I have to get down. Yeah. So the moment I pulled out my footwears, my sister said, stop, stop, stop. I'm also coming. Right. And my mother like, oh, heroine, go into the
2: kitchen. Hmm. Do your work. Do your studies.
1: Right. He will go and manage. Wow. And like, you know, my mother was like, if he cannot manage now, how would he manage in his life? I never knew that this incident. And in fact, when I went down, my mother came to a balcony to see with, how am I, you know, managing. Hmm. And she gave me all these entire records. I went and bumped into the car, you know, which was parked in the ground. Then I uh, bumped a little bit into the, you know, sideways uh, footpath. And I managed. And then when I came, she asked me, how was your experience? I said, mama, it was not at all great. So she said, okay, ready for next movement. Wow. Tomorrow you are going to the railway station.
0: Oh my Lord. Rajesh, weren't you scared? I have to ask you because this this is petrifying. I mean, for someone, I don't know, like navigating the world is tough as it is, right? But weren't you
1: scared? Naya, do you know what, Neha? We are actually recording our this particular podcast on a white candy.
2: What is it? A white?
1: Candy. What's that? All right. Okay. So the White Cane Day is basically is been celebrated. Those in, you know, those basically who actually uses the walking cane, Uh uh, the blind people, the visually impaired. Right. Right. Now, that's the, you know, kind of my mother wanted me to use it. The alternative eyesight for visually impaired, a white cane right right now believe me if today uh, if that if then it was a scary how it would have been if i would not have taken those steps mm-hmm. how i would have gone to the colleges how i would have you know kind of roam around with the friends how i would have gone for my professional work you know to various cities unknown cities unknown places Wow. Right?
2: I'll give you another incident. I was in college Mm.
1: and I thought of boarding the train. All right? And uh, I was boarding the train after meeting my father at the Dadar railway station here in Mumbai. Mm -hmm. And I actually, you know, along with me, I had my yet another friend. And uh, being a navigator, I always have remained a navigator. So I, instead of stepping into the compartment of the local train, I fall into between two compartments onto the railway track. Dear God. Mm. Can you even imagine?
0: No, I can't. I have fallen onto
1: the railway track between two compartments and that to a local train.
2: (laughs) What should I do? I, you know, my friend who was
1: there with me, he started crying. He said, Rajesh, what will happen? I said, if you stop crying, everything will happen now. (laughs) Amazing. And I actually asked him, I said, give me your hand. I'm telling you, my mother has only and only taught me one tagline. Hmm. And that is, what worse can happen? What worse can happen?
0: Let me translate that, Rajesh, for our English-speaking um viewers what rajesh is actually uh, mom actually said is uh, if i have to put it probably in uh, a positive psychology way it it means things can only get better from here not worse so provided
1: that you have you know kind of kicked that out if i would not have jumped back see in in in, in physical uh size i'm just 5.54 right right well, you know
0: our, we're, we're short and
1: sweet
2: <laughs> so we are time. short
1: and sweet yeah and, and that's where see if i would not have jumped out of you know uh from that particular track yeah i would not have able to record this session today right
0: just tell but, me something more uh and this is i'm just kind of you know, trying to pull a thread on this conversation a little more. Sure. Um, you were about eight years old. You told me when uh, suddenly one fine day we were in the classroom and you lost your sight, right?
2: Correct. Right. Now
0: I understand. I mean, I, I please ignore. Please excuse my ignorance. I I I already say this. And as a friend, I'm so happy that you are so open and you are like just telling me all these stories because I think. When you're educating me, you're educating a lot of other people also. So thank you for allowing all these questions as well. Um, What I, my limited understanding of the world is that when you're born with a certain condition, right, like from the word go, you don't know anything else. And therefore you learn to live in that reality, right? Now for a lot of people who have certain different abilities when they are born, they learn that. But in your case, what I find very, very fascinating is that till the age of eight, you actually experience the world that maybe I'm experiencing right now, right? So to move from that learnt behavior to unlearn and then relearn a new behavior, all the while not being demotivated, not being victim mentality and all of that. How did you do that relearning and unlearning? I mean, it you were just a kid. Eight years
1: old is nothing. So, uh, Sneha, I believe, you know, kind of any change hmm. does makes us bit vulnerable. Right. But same time, adopting or rather adaptability should be, you know, the success
2: mantra. Beautiful. You know, if you look at
1: today, at least I would say that I was young. I could able to adapt because that's what people also say that, you know, if anything happens in the childhood, you know, the rehabilitation is much, much faster, much more faster.
0: Well, that's a theory.
1: Now, practically also, if you look at. Yeah. I used to go to Gujarati medium school. From which, because of my blindness and lack of English medium schools, you know, then uh, special schools in India, I was admitted into a Marathi medium school. But look at the flip side. Being a Gujarati, do you think I would have ever, ever able to get an exposure to Marathi? (laughs) That's number one.
2: Yeah.
1: Number two, You know, look at it that, you know, any change, I mean, what must have happened to me when I was appearing for my MBA entrance and when I uh, uh, prepared for all those maths and science classes, which I had never, ever gone through, (laughs) it opened up such a new plethora of learning for me just in three uh, uh, months. Wow. I'll give you another example last year okay till last year we were all using windows 7 and i don't know which all windows right (laughs) and all of us in an entire world was being asked to move on to windows 10 and you know later updated you know windows right right now let me tell you all these technological changes yeah it's not easy absolutely absolutely but but Are those
2: impossible? They are not.
1: They are not. You know, just two days back, there was one of the technology which had a new update and uh, there was a communication which came our way saying that, you know, unless if you do not Update to this particular patch, you will not able to use the new technology. I said, "My goodness, how would I able to you know speak to my all audience? How would I able to meet my participants? How would I able to you know kind of talk to my family friends?" So, if you want to learn something, if you want to sorry, if you want to earn something, hmm. you need to learn something.
2: <laughs> That's true.
0: That's true. I mean, I see so much grit in you and I'm trying to maybe find uh you know the formulae that you have kind of used through your life and I can see that certain amount of fearlessness is there as part of your personality. Uh, I'm sure it is a developed trait because I don't know if anyone in the world can say that they have never exper- experienced doubt or they have never experienced uh sorrow or vulnerability and I know this about you as well that you are a trained mu- musician. You play a variety of instruments, including the mandolin, right, Rajesh? You play the mandolin and the keyboards.
1: Yeah, so uh, I play many of the instruments. I mean, just to name a few of them, like I play keyboard, I play mandolin, I play violin, I play sitar. Uh, so, so basically, you know, if IBM would not have happened in my professional career, People say that I would have been a musician and uh, I was in music field. I, even now I do perform, uh, but not from the financial point of view, but from a passion perspective. That's But you know what, Sneha, before even we go into that direction, Mm -hmm. I wanted to, you know, kind of uh, talk about one of the very interesting concept that you put forward was about greed. Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: Right. Let's talk about. Yeah. yeah, so you know what is greed? We always, you know, take this particular word called greed in a very, very positive manner. Mm. The overall, you know, context to the greed worldwide, it has been joyful, cheerful, mm. happy, mm. right? But. You know, I always say this, if everything is being served so very sweet, 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 what will happen? Diabetes. (laughs) Now, do you want your life to be a diabetic? Or do you want your life to be very, very solid, strong, and balanced? Now. Therefore, there are few elements, there are few incidents, and there are few personalities. Right. They bring you the sorrow. Hmm. I feel very thanks for those people. Because if they are not going to fight with me, I will not be able to develop my inner strength.
0: I'm smiling here, Rajesh. That's wonderfully If
1: those incidents are not going to come to you, right? Like example, um, you know, I've fallen into the train, then Mm -hmm. many, many incidents, you know, those has come to me. I'm sure. Right? Right. You know, those incidents has only made me strong, not those, you know, graduation books or not those 10 standard or 12 standard books has made me strong. See, books will only make you ordinary people.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. But to make you extraordinary, I guess this life events.
2: Mm. Those do-
1: comes. Yeah. And and those might be coming, you know, absolutely non-monetary, but let me tell you, that actually gives you the biggest, biggest trend to prepare you the most expensive resource on this planet.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. And can I add to what you're saying, Rajesh? You know, uh, when I was preparing for our our podcast, uh, I was talking to Neil about, you know, uh, what could be of interest to those who are viewing, who are listening. And Neil brought up a very interesting point. He said that, you know, Nelson Mandela, Yeah. Nelson Mandela was in jail for 27 years, right? In a little, I'm sure, two-by-two cubicle and uh, was let out. And when he came out of there, he expressed that he was as free there as he could be even outside and that that experience had not changed him. In fact, it had made him stronger. And I believe that, like you said, and very beautifully so about grit, um, you know that everything great in your life cannot make you who you are the complexity of character the really uh, the dynamism of personality uh, is often revealed when we go through hard times would you say that your experience of life and you know going through an experience that made you visually impaired and Would you say that that's made you a stronger person in any way? Or how do you look at it? How do you look at your life?
1: Okay. So um, there are two, three instances that I wanted to, you know, kind of uh, tell you.
2: Uh, Including my driver. Right?
1: Including my well-wishers, even today. They do say that, Rajesh, you know, why don't we try once again to get your sight back? Really? Now my question
2: to them is what is that
1: I'm not able to do which you think I would able to do with the site? Give me even a one instance and people actually cannot prove them self right. Till date. Even to my listeners, I would, you know, appeal this. This is fantastic. After hearing. Yeah. Yeah. After hearing. If you want to take this as a challenge, just show me even a one thing, which I cannot do. Wow. And if you then actually get, you know, if, if you win there, saying that, okay, Rajesh, being a visually impaired, you cannot do this. I will take your words. And I will come to any doctor, any baba's, any you know <laughs> maulanas, yeah. wherever you want, at your cost. Wow, that's
2: right? amazing, Rajesh.
1: That's amazing. because see, see today, today, hmm. I, I would only say one thing: technology, hmm. people's sensitivity. Hmm. And your inner, you know, willingness—combination mm. of these three—can make you do anything. That's
2: amazing. You're so right. Actually, yeah.
0: I mean, you know, can I be honest with you? Sure. Not that I'm never on dishonest with you, but you <clears throat> know, just in a manner of speaking, I—I I agree with you because in the first time when we started coordinating for the book club. I didn't even know. I just knew from Sarita, who is uh, this wonderful friend who runs an amazing organization. Shout out to Sarita um, uh, for this uh, organization that she runs. Uh, I'll put the links up below in the show notes later. She told me, let's do a book club. You're an author. You can help and whatever. And she said, there's going to be Rajesh, the moderator. And I kept texting you, right, like on WhatsApp and sending you, I don't know, long voice notes and whatever. And then later on when I realized that, oh, uh, you know, you might need a screen reader or something like that. For, to be honest with you, Rajesh, I was like, for a moment, like, Sne, how can you be so stupid to not have checked, to not have, you know, I felt maybe a bit embarrassed. But at the same time, I was so impressed that you were just managing everything like a pro, like you send me long WhatsApp messages and voice notes and everything. And I honestly don't feel any differently. I'm honestly telling you this. And maybe three weeks ago, my perception was so different. And one of the reasons why I want to do this show today is because I believe that everyone who's seen your story will actually experience the same thing. So I
1: must share this. In fact, I believe, that's where the overprotectionism somewhere mm-hmm. needs to be broken from the mind of family members and as well as from the society. That's so great. I was preparing for this. Uh, you know, I'm a diver, Sneha. I also dive. Yeah. Can I tell so, you
0: something, I, rubbish? I yeah, am yeah. so scared of the water. Okay. Honest. So my husband, Neil, you know him, you heard his podcast. Uh, He is an open water swimmer. So he goes out to the ocean and he swims and he's fine. Right. And I always thought, okay, now that I live close to the ocean, uh, you know, I'll go sit on the waves, I'll bounce a little bit, have a little bit of fun. But the minute my feet leave the ground, right, I start freaking out. And you're telling me that you've done open water diving. So please educate me and tell me about your experience. I think this is going to change my life.
1: <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, there are, there are two things that I look at. If I do not try today, hmm. then when? No try, only cry. <laughs> that could be a song. And I don't want to cry. <laughs> right that's it's... the simple funda of my life yeah so i you know wanted to uh uh i i started swimming while i was in the school but then of course in between i could not able to do it when of course um, uh, my workplace started making me travel so what should i do in the evening so instead of going to the massage parlor and all
2: mm.
1: i chose to go into the swimming pool Hmm. and let me tell you many of these hoteliers didn't even allow me right Mm -hmm. but then one of the hoteliers Mm -hmm. you know said uh, sir if you want to try my person can come Hmm. I said are you serious Said, sir we are very serious but only one of the thing Hmm. we will not sign any form or any formalities I said done
0: yeah like Like it's your
1: responsibility, you know, yeah. Yeah, and, and and moreover, we do not want to get into any kind of a, you know, formal responsibility kind of a stuff. I said, uh-huh. of course, of course, let's do it. Because you know what I see first and foremost in that four four point five five feet uh, deep swimming pool, who is going to die? Yeah, <laughs> no one.
0: Listen, you can say that, but like. I'm telling you, na, the minute I don't feel the ground, I'm like. Ah! See,
1: at least your inner system will get cleaner <laughs> by going those waters or whatever. So anyways, I, I started there. Yeah. Now, slowly, slowly, that particular person, the coach said, sir, do you even realize I took you today almost into eleven fit? Wow. I said, what are you saying? Only eleven fit? why did you take me only to the leavened fate so he said sir we don't have bigger than that you know deeper than that so i said now it's your problem resolve it i said i now since you have taken me to the leavened fate i want to go much much you know into the deep
0: rajesh you're (laughs) a troublemaker
1: i am i am and i should be
0: Yes, absolutely. See,
1: because my point is, what would have happened into the 4 feet will only happen into the 40 feet and even to the 100 feet. Good point. Because you are not going to get, you know, uh, you are always going to remain, you know, kind of on the water. Yeah. So then my, uh, that coach said, sir, it's okay. Why don't you try taking some admission into this, uh, all this uh, public uh, uh, swimming pools. Right. I must tell you, Sneha, I was being asked to run from a post to a pillar. I did not get admission anywhere. You're kidding. I'm telling you the serious stuff. (sighs) And of course, again, then I had to, you know, use my personal strength, the personal networking power. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did not bribe, trust me, guys. But I just had to, you know, convince someone. And I must tell you, I got an admission to one of the best of the swimming pool here in Mumbai, which is the highest, I mean, or deepest swimming pool. But they put me first three weeks, Sneha, into the kids' swimming pool. Mm. 30, 39 years old person (laughs) swimming into the kids' pool. Yeah. How lovely, right?
0: Well, that's where I'd probably start. So, <laughs> but I hear. But you.
1: the person who wanted to go yeah. Yeah. into that, you know, deeper, yeah, had to develop some trust with the people around.
0: That's that's a tough part, you know. Actually, I I, I hear you, Rajesh, and you know, uh, we've we've talked about this during our book clubs and our personal conversations. That you know, this whole aspect of inclusivity, right? Where we don't really prejudice or judge people around us based on what their life experiences are and just because they're different or they're or whatever like you know there are there there are so many dimensions to this conversation but i i it is my hope it is my hope that with every conversation we have about inclusivity and with removing these stupid little boundaries we have in our minds, right that we can have a more inclusive society. But I
1: have to say... No, but Sneha, sneha one sec. You know, before even, you know, you go there, just think about it. The person who used to swim earlier into 11, 12, 13 feet has been asked to move into three feet and even lesser than that, you know, with all the kids around. Yeah. I must tell you this.
2: Yeah.
1: First time, I found it very, very bad. What am I doing, right? Right? Such a big guy swimming into—I mean, swimming with all the, you know, those uh, four, five years, six years old kids. Yeah. But let me tell you, it was only the matter of time, right? When that coach realized that no, he has a potential. Hmm. It took me to the further deep, took me up to twenty-six, twenty-seven feet. And one fine day within three weeks, he comes back and says, Rajesh, can you hear this? People are diving. I Hmm. said, I also want to do it. He said, are you serious? I said, yeah, why not? And he took me onto that board, diving board.
2: Wow. Believe me, It was,
1: for a moment, it was a scary. Mm. But again, if I would not have tried then, then when? After this, that entire swimming club actually started looking at me, the most pride member of that particular club. Mm. Saying that, do you even know how he dives? Wow. You show me the angle now and I will dive it. Wow. Now, whenever people actually whenever I'm diving from that board, you know, people comes and ask me, Don't you get scared? We get very scared. I said, you know why? Because you're seeing that water. Luckily I am blind, I cannot see that water. Let me go and touch it and then I will tell you whether I'm feeling scared or not. <laughs>
0: epic love it love it rajesh tell us this um you know these these are such beautiful stories i i really thank you for sharing them with us and uh definitely i can understand now why you have got these awards for being so inspiring and i know that it takes a lot of inner work uh so on that can you tell us a little bit about what are your values and your goals that drive you and make you this fabulous person that you are because you're unique. I don't know anyone like you and I've traveled the world and I've met a lot of people. I'm quite talkative. I meet and talk to a lot of people, but you're quite unique in that sense.
1: So on a lighter note, when you are asking my value, are you ta- talking monetary value?
0: I don't think there could be a price. For you. <laughs> <laughs> you're a unique, my friend, you're a unique. Um, All right. no. So,
1: yeah. um, you know. My simple funda of the life is I always, I don't know whether you have come across that yet or not over a period of time. Of course, you will. Whenever I wish anyone but day or a greet, I always say that live this moment.
2: Right.
1: Live this moment at the fullest. Hmm. Live this moment like never before.
2: Hmm.
1: Now, The moment could be joyful
2: Hmm. or sorrow. Interesting. Even
1: in the pain, there is a joy. Hmm. And you should enjoy it. Interesting. And even in in the joy, there is a pain.
2: Hmm. Right? You should enjoy it. Hmm.
1: Right? You know, it is only you. Who has taken certain decision? Hmm. So do not repent it. Rather hmm. fix it. I agree. We all live for family. We all live for our you know, children, kids, wives, spouse. But I also live for myself.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we need to honor that life in its totality.
1: And lastly, as I mentioned earlier, during our discussion i would love to run behind what i don't have
2: mm.
1: but i would love to hug what i have
0: that's beautiful that's beautiful rajesh i love i love your value system and you know uh, i think i can see now as i am as i've been trying to decode what is it that makes the dna of the fabulous rajesh you know, the kind of things that uh, that kind of move you, motivate you, have brought you so far in life and and make you who you are. And I I I genuinely, genuinely mean this, that you have changed so much about the way I look at different things. And I'm sure this is gonna be the same for a lot of people, you know, uh, who are who are gonna tune into the show. One last question for you before we wrap up. If you have one big message that you want to leave behind today to anyone who's listening, even if they forget everything that we talked about today, what is that one message?
1: So um, I believe that we all have got this life. I don't know for what. I don't even know what all we will be able to achieve. Hmm. I don't even I only have that hope before going to the bed that hope I could able to get up tomorrow morning but when I get up in the morning why don't I enjoy that day Hmm. why again do I need to keep on worrying about so many things and in that worries why do I need to waste my life and yet another day because Hmm. believe me We are seeing the 15th October Thursday, 2020. I don't know. The same time, same date, would I able to again see it or not? No one knows. Right. So rather, let me make this Thursday the most joyful, the most delighting, right? And, you know, let me enjoy my life the way I have got it. Beautiful
0: beautiful thank you rajesh and you know i i started by saying that you know i wanted to talk about grit the the whole ability of perseverance the whole ability of not being defined but rising and kind of being who we really are in its totality and i think that your story is just so mind blowing and inspiring that everyone in, and and I, I don't even know how many people are, are watching right now or are tuning into the podcast, but for sure I can tell you that for me it's been a huge, huge lesson in understanding how everything is a strength, if only we can actually tap into it. But also along with grit, I applaud you and I thank you for your grace. Because it's not very easy sometimes. We can take things personally. We can be uh, dejected, demotivated, misunderstand another human being uh, over small things. And I think that the grace which you have shown, especially me, with my little questions and the way I was trying to understand your world, your life experience, and hopefully share that with so many others who are looking, um, I think that has really moved me. And I thank you for both of that the grit and the grace that you display so beautifully, Rajesh. Um, As we end this episode, I thank you and I wish you all the best for your life and future with your family and your uh, beautiful child, Darsh. And uh, may your story continue to inspire a lot of other people who uh, tune into the show.
1: I must uh, say, in the end, I came here. Only with the word called grit, and I'm going away with squaring it. And I never knew that just in forty-five minutes or fifty minutes, if some my uh, probably just a discussion can double my earning with grit and grace and gets me a G square. <laughs> so thank you, Sneha, for you know offering me that. I look forward. Um, you know visiting your uh, uh, podcast channel again over and again and i'm sure in case if any of our listeners would like to ask any questions you know they would able to reach out thank you Absolutely. so very much for making me nostalgic and uh strengthening my you know inner uh strength for upcoming challenges. Thank you. Absolutely,
0: And we'll be looking forward to hearing more from you Rajesh uh, of all your new projects and dreams. Guys, I'll be uh, putting down Rajesh's uh, contact information, email information on the show notes. Please feel free to reach out to him. He's a great, wonderful free spirit and I'm sure he will be able to solve uh, some of the questions that you might have wandering in your mind. And with that, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Freebird. And like always, we wish you love and light.